This week's show is sponsored in part by you. We love making the show, but we need your help. Consider becoming our patron for only $1 a month. You can get access to behind-the-scenes episodes, special live streams, and other cool stuff. Go to pinoandpop.com and click the Patreon button, and you could even get a shout-out on the show. This week's show is also brought to you by FreshBooks. Cloud accounting made easy. For less than $13 a month, you can manage all of your expenses, track invoices, and so much more. Use our link to sign up at www.gofreshbooks.com slash pinoandpop. Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Katie. And this is Pino and Pop. Where the title is something we came up with on a drunken night. And so was our conception. Now let's open a bottle. How's your week been? Um, week's been pretty okay. Um, I, I think I did the the best possible thing I could possibly do on Sunday for my roommate slash one of my best friends birthdays. We took her to drag brunch. Oh, I saw your Um, Instagram picture. Yeah. We went to Broadway drag brunch and that was literally the best possible thing you can do. I think in the scenario that we are currently in just to be surrounded by drag Queens who you could tell that they were so bitter and jaded, but they made it hilarious. And they were like, you know, everyone in this room, we're all about acceptance and love. And they made us hug our neighbor and we drank, there were three of, it was me and my two roommates. And we drank, I think three pitchers of mimosas and just like laughed our asses off. It was, it was, I think, it was definitely the most fun I've had since um, <sighs> November 8th, 2016. Yeah, all been downhill since then, huh? <clears throat> yeah. And then I think this week is going a little bit better. I still like get like moments of rage and anger and embarrassment. But, you know. My biggest struggle is, is my, my geographical location because this is like Trump country. This is like yeah. back country, Ohio. So I cannot even imagine. Ugh, the people come I up have... to you, they look at the headlines and they're like, our boy did it, huh? And I'm like, oh, God, like that is nauseating. It's bad. That it's is pretty bad. So Although nauseating. I will say um, on Facebook, I have discovered with all these, all these Nazi swastikas are being painted everywhere. Yeah. Um, I guess someone on Facebook discovered that it's very easy to turn that into the Windows 95 logo. Yeah, I saw that. I Isn't think that that's brilliant. I think yeah. it's brilliant too. So let's talk about it. Let's t- let's talk. Let's hit. Let's hit politics uh, here in the first segment. If you don't want to talk about <laughs> politics mean... or listen to them, skip to the next segment. And you know, like I was saying to you beforehand, I like nothing else is happening in the world. It's Literally, all... it feels like the whole world is kind of holding its breath, and it's going to be yeah. that way for the next. Um, you know, a couple of months. It's. I I think so. It's just like here's what the pleasure. What I've is going to happen? I've I've actually had some pleasure in this. Okay. And that it is that according to most of the materials I've read, he seems equally as horrified as we are that he actually yeah. won. Stunned. Um, I don't know how many news outlets had the headline about him being surprised at the scope of the presidency. Yeah. Um, because I guess some aid internally leaked that he was kind of surprised that the president did so much. Yes. And he couldn't delegate so much. Yeah. Um, did you see a 60 Minutes interview? Uh, no, I did not. Oh, it was horrifying. He, he, she caught, I mean, she very nicely caught him out on just about everything. Yeah. And he, in, in some ways, like, people are saying he backpedaled. 
I don't think he backpedaled that much on the fence or on the wall, which is like a big thing. He he, yeah. he said, oh, well, I would accept a fence in some places. Oh, okay. was pretty much what he said. And so, like, I think, like, his supporters and him, they're all thinking, like, oh, yeah, like, in the major metropolitan areas where you're, like, around a town, it's okay to have a fence because, you know, there's going to be traffic coming legally over the border. Yeah. But I, everyone else was like, ha, see, you're backpedaling already. Yeah. And then she called out the violence and she was like, listen, all these people are committing hate crimes. These people are doing these terrible things in your name. What do, what do you think about it? And his response was, oh, well, I've never heard of it until now. I've, I've been so detached and busy. I've not, I haven't heard of it anything until now. And he looked right at the camera and he said, I'm going to I'm gonna look right at the camera and tell them, stop it. And that, yeah. was, that was it. That's, so like, no. That, it's like that's how great parenting works, right? You just look at them and say, stop it. Right. Same plan for fighting ISIS. He's going to look at them and say, stop, stop it. it. Yeah. Ugh. Um, so, I, I mean, I do take pleasure that he seems a little... Also, all of these, um, like, not gifts, but these captioned photos of Biden and President Obama. That's literally the best thing that has uh, come out of this election for me. Oh, my gosh. If you guys haven't seen these yet, they are people taking pictures of Vice President Biden and President Obama in a room doing something opposed, maybe they're talking, maybe one of them's frustrated, and captioning them with things like, um, I'm not giving him the Wi-Fi password. Joe, come on, I'm not doing it. I said what I um, said. I said what I said. Yeah, what are some of the other ones? Oh, I'm, I'm going to change all the doorknobs. I changed all the doorknobs with cat heads. That way, he'll, every time he enters a room, he'll literally have to grab the Joe. Yeah, or that um, um, I replaced all the toiletries with uh, travel-sized bottles because yeah, he has tiny, tiny hands. Hand and yeah. there's been a whole slew of them that have been like things about how Joe's going to prank him by leaving a Kenyan birth certificate on the desk in the Oval Office. And a prayer rug. And a prayer rug, yeah, in the, in the mural room. Oh, kills it. Kills yes. it. So kudos to some of these folks for trying to make us all feel a little bit better about the situation. Yes. Um, but it has been, it's been busy because we're starting to look at cabinet appointments. They're starting to look at who's going to run the country. Um, because we, we always knew, I think, that that he, Donald Trump, President-elect Donald Trump himself, wouldn't really have a lot of abilities to govern. He would be surrounding himself with a lot of smart people yeah. who would be able to do what he what he wants them to do and yep. know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And he's doing exactly that, but he's picking... He, he, the people he uh, is, are, uh, seems to be picking are very scary people. Horrific. Horrific. Um, SNL had had something to say about election week. What was, what do you, how, how did you see SNL? What was your thoughts? How did you feel about the Leonard Cohen sketch? Not sketch, but tribute. I feel like it was appropriate given that we lost Leonard Cohen right after the election. Um, and I, I mean, honestly, I thought maybe it was a little over the top, but like it did, it kind of got me when, you know, Kate McKinnon kind of broke down a little bit. Um, <laughs> I kind of like that they tried to go that way with it because it's really, I think, you know, you're taking like actors and comedians and they were obviously probably very like devastated about the election. And I'm, it's cool that they tried to go that way as opposed to making it funny because still, I think, you know, at that point it, it's, it wasn't, it's still not funny. So. Yeah. I don't know that it'll ever be funny, but I didn't like, I didn't love it. I, you know, I felt like it was very appropriate. Yeah, absolutely. I think because if there ever was a time for Leonard Cohen to uh, pass away, like, I don't want to say this was it, yeah. but 
I feel like for the the composer of that song to pass away this week is like it just seems very fitting that one of the most beautiful songs we have in our modern western society that's played a lot um that you, it's 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 it seems to be even the songs kind of about loss and a kind of about losing so I think it was very appropriate and I think I think you're right I think they all did a nice job because there isn't a way to just kind of brush it off and that's the other thing I'm glad to see that they haven't done but I'm sad to see a lot of other media outlets doing <clears throat> where they're kind of normalizing all of this yeah and they're kind of making this all you know about oh well let's see how he's gonna do and who he's gonna appoint and you know, we have to give him a chance and kind of rally behind him. Yeah. Um, that personally is what gets me the most because, like, if I remember correctly, and I do, because I also lived in rural Ohio when President Obama was elected the first and second time, mm-hmm. um, people did not respond well. <laughs> there were, like, two years of rot. Donald Trump himself was leading an anti-birther movement, accusing yeah. him and his family of being illegitimate. People were Did, holding up signs that said in a wildly inappropriate things. Burning, like, mannequins that looked like him. All sorts of things. So... Even today, I, no, there was that, like, like, that story out of West Virginia of the woman saying she's so happy that we have, like, a you know, a good first lady coming into the the White House because she's sick of looking at an ape in heels. Yeah, That's and it still disgusting. Exists. And here's the thing that John Oliver said about all of this that also gives me a little bit of comfort. Samantha, um, Samantha B with Full Frontal kind of touched on it too. Yeah. Is that no matter what now, um, no matter who you are, where you're at in the world, in the scope of history, this is like an irrefutable marker. Yep. Of the, like... You, all these things that we've been told like don't really exist, they're not really a problem, that people, you know, uh, the, 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 both sides of the aisle will have you believe, you know, racism's kind of gone and, and we've solved all, all those, most of those problems and, you know, uh, homophobia, sexism, all these things are kind of faded away. Um, like, this is an irrefutable marker, like, that they haven't, that they're still here. Yeah. So the positive is that hopefully it'll be a rallying cry for the majority of the country who voted the other way yeah to kind of mobilize and get up on their feet and um and a lot of a lot of uh late night talk shows have been listing charities too which i think is great if you want to make a difference you know get involved with these charities get involved with the the aclu um the southern poverty law center get involved with the trevor project to get involved with excuse me planned parenthood donate to these people and 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 get involved so um yeah i will say that like those are some bright spots in a dark time yeah Anyway, back to SNL. <laughs> um, I, you know, like, I also feel like, you know, looking at where SNL is going to go from here, I think it's going to be hard for them. Mm-hmm. Because how do you, they're going to have to do lots of sketches about the inauguration, about things that have happened, just like they've always done with politics. Yeah. So, like, how do you pull that off and make that funny? without normalizing it because it was it was funny and that's how we got elected is because everyone thought this is funny it'll never happen and so yeah where do you think they're gonna go from here i don't know i mean alec baldwin has said that he will not portray donald trump like going forward so like i have no idea i feel like you know where's the line on that i don't know i mean it'd be cool if they just like ignored him 
since like us making fun of him, I mean, it didn't do anything to not get him elected. He's still yeah. our president. Yeah. So, but also he seemed to get so butthurt by it. Yeah. That like, good, let's absolutely destroy him at every, every opportunity we get. Yeah. But let's, you know, like if he hates the fact that we have free media in this country and they can say negative things about him, yes. just wait till he's in the Oval Office. God. Um, you know, so like, but also let's not normalize it. Yeah. Let's get somebody, also get somebody good to play Mike Pence because that dude is going to be awful as well. Oh gosh. Hey, so on a positive note, um, (laughs) tell me about the oldest tale in the world the tale 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 that's old as time time? yeah or like a song that's old as rhyme how old is rhyme do you think I mean like really do and rhyme with each other yes that's my caveman impression I was gonna say rhyme was born in 1993 when Beauty and the Beast came out Oh yeah, never before that. <laughs> Everything before that was just trash. They have they just sound the same. Um have you seen the trailer? What are your thoughts? Um I I like I'm very excited about it. I can't wait. Um I I feel I'm a little creeped out. By like the cups, especially. Yes. By Chip because and I've Mrs. Never Potts. Thought of it. No, you seriously, I've never thought of it. Like you watch the animated version, and it's cute because it's like these animated things that dance around, and yeah. it's not super realistic. But now you're like looking at it, and you're like, oh shit, like that cup has a face. That cup has a face, you know? And you're like, <laughs> like everybody in this, everything in this house used to be a person. Like, oh yeah, God, like, she's gonna have to poop eventually. <laughs> Is she going to sit on a toilet? Was the toilet a person? Like, that is, that's the, that's, I, that's perfect, Brandon. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm serious. It's kind of terrifying. That's really funny. I think, like, Lumiere and Cogsworth, I thought they're, like, kind of, they look great. It's, they look fine. Yeah, and but when but they the show. the whole CG version of this is Chip, kind of like your. <laughs> Chip and uh, Mrs. Potts are terrifying. They're terrifying. And yeah. it's like this whole CG idea. Like, I loved it at first. And now yeah. I'm starting to go, ooh, like, I feel like this may be just a bad acid trip. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is just not, like, it, I don't know how well it's going to translate to CG. Um, although I do love the way the Beast looks. Yeah, he looks great. Yeah, I think he, he looks, looks great. great. And I do love Emma Watson. She looks great. She looks great. Not that looks are important. I'm sure she'll be. Oh, that's true. She'll be a great, very smart belle. Well, she's not wearing a corset, which caused a bit of a stir on social media in the famous yellow ball gown. Yeah. Who? I I can't care. I cannot (laughs) care. I will say I like the fact that they put out a statement on it and said, (laughs) yes, she's not wearing one. And it's not just because we said F you. It's because like her character is a functional inventor who uh, like is educated and doesn't necessarily value things like immobility and broken ribs. Yeah. So she decided not to wear one. And like they empowered her to make that as a character. They empowered the character to have made that choice. Hashtag yes, all women. Yeah. Except that gown still is a, like, that's a, that's an awful lot. I'm sure of, of the course it might've helped with uh, weight distribution. 
Do you remember that? Who did you ha- You had somebody in a corset that had like their boobs hanging out. What was that? Oh, it was Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Golly. I'm, I mean, I have, listen, you of all people have seen some things when it comes to women in corsets. Seen some things. Seen some things. Felt some things. Smelled some things. Oh, no. What is it? Squeeze it out of them? I. So. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> um, yeah, so they also gave her a backstory as an inventor. Yeah. Which I think is great. That's cool. Um, but you know what my initial shock was with this, which is maybe terrible? My initial shock, even like when they first announced it, was I didn't know Emma Watson could sing. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that, but now that you say that, yeah, I didn't know she could sing. You know, nothing will top the Todrick Hall Beauty and a Beat version of Beauty and the Beast. Have you seen that? What's good? Call. What's good? Of course. What's good? What's good? What's good? Of course. That was pretty. That was pretty awesome. It's BB funny. Yeah, Actually, I'm I, probably gonna was... watch. I'm gonna when we stop recording. I'm probably gonna we'll watch it again. To, yeah, we have, we have to watch it. Um, I I like Miss Beauty and the Beast. Now I'm like also I kind of feel like there's a lot of Beauty and the Beast stuff in the world. Like there's like all the Disney resorts do their Beauty and the Beast shows. I think there's still probably an international tour Beauty and the Beast going on somewhere. Like. Um, <clears throat> The physical production, I'm not so worried about, but like when you go to the, see the show, is this going to affect how those shows look? Like, is this new generation going to not identify with like the the Lumiere, who's just the golden three rods, simple candlestick? <laughs> you know, like, are they going to be, is that going to change? I don't know. I, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Um, well, that, I mean, I guess that's all That's all we have time for now. We have to take a break, but we'll just leave you hanging on the just scintillating point of are the, are the Beauty and the Beast costumes at a theme park going to change? Brandon, it's that time of the show. It sure is. Support us on Patreon. It would mean a ton. For just one dollar, uno dollar a month, you can keep us on the air. And you get access to some of the best material we have to cut out of our show each week. Sign up at pinoandpop.com. Click the orange Patreon button at the top. What else do you need to know? Tax time is coming up before you know it. As you come to the end of the year, you may find yourself shuffling through invoices, receipts, and unpaid bills. Clean up the mess with FreshBooks. Cloud accounting made easy. FreshBooks is super easy to use and will keep track of your expensive... Shit. And we'll... FreshBooks is super easy to use and will keep track of your expenses and invoices to make tax time a breeze. Sign up at gofreshbooks.com slash pop. Back to the beginning. Back to when um, the earth stopped. Yeah. <laughs> Hilary Duff's awkward Disney promo is making its rounds on the internet. Yes. I don't know how this got released or how it came out in the world, but I'm so glad it did. I think somebody who probably used to work at Disney was like, what is something that can make the whole world laugh and forget about reality <laughs> for a second? And they were like, this is the perfect time to release this Hilary Duff oh Disney gosh. promo. And they were if like, you haven't yeah. seen it, you can click in the description to watch it. It's basically just a, a really awkward 
raw video of her doing, you know that bit in the Disney Channel where they all make the the Missy, Mickey Mickey Mouse ears with like the little glow stick? Yeah. It's it's her her doing that and it's so awkward and it's delightful. I feel like if you took any of those Disney stars who did those promos, I feel like they would all be really awkward cuz I Yeah, because they're all like chained by Disney. Like it's yeah. like that's their lives. Every day they go to work and they're they're having to do something ridiculous like Just that. like waving a glow stick. Do you remember that time that there was like all those shows well, they're like not Disney shows. They're some Nickelodeon shows where they did like the slime and they did like the like game shows with kids where they had to like run up a mountain of, of padded things and push a button and shoot an like, guts? like bone arrows at each other and all those different ones they did. Guts and global guts. Is that what some of them were called? That was the one where they have to climb the mountain. Yeah, and they had, do it the I, games, I, and, and then was the one where they had like the bows and arrow, or like the the things they had to shoot each other, and they would have like a little cannon and like a little bow and arrow. It was like a uh, was it like Wild and Crazy Kids or I don't know. Um, they used to have all that kind of stuff. Do you remember that? I feel like everything that I'm bringing up, you're way too young to remember. Probably that's probably true. I was more like Zoom was my era. <sighs> okay. Did you watch the Lizzie McGuire show? Yeah, absolutely. I watched Lizzie okay. McGuire yeah. and even Stevens. But you were like what twenty four or five probably when that came out. God bless you. I wish. <laughs> I do remember um, I was in high school when the movie came out because I went and saw it with like my two friends at the time. Oh, I love the movie. The movie's now on Netflix. I should watch it just for like nostalgia's sake. I've been very nostalgic so, since I turned thirty. Oh. oh my gosh! I watched it earlier this summer. I had a night where I was with a friend and we just like had cocktails and watched it. And it's great because it's just like you start dancing with it and you're like, you know every line. You don't know that you do, but like but you, you just, do. by nature, remember it all. You so can you're like, like, oh, you got it. Hey now, hey now, this is what dreams are made of. I love it. I love yep. it. My favorite character is Gordo. Oh, Ungermeyer. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh yeah, okay. Well, Gordo is the best, but she is hysterical. You know who she? You know who she reminds me of? Who? Sarah Silverman. Oh yeah, kind of. I totally get that. Yeah. She's like the kid version. Like she was like the like kind of raunchy kid version of Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, she is great. And I had a you know funny story. This is I'm totally on a tangent now. Yeah. I had a music teacher in the fourth grade who, honest to God, wore a headset and a little personal amplifier around her waist. Yes. And actually, did like, she would wear it, and she would she would sing and teach music class with it, but she would, like, watch, she would just wear it around the school. And I, like, I remember her coming into, we had a video production class when I was in, like, fifth grade, and we were making some something, and I was in the library on top of a table singing and dancing, and she walked in with her little headset, and she started screaming at me, and I was like, no, it's for a video. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like amplified throughout the whole thing. Oh man, I actually had a teacher who wore one of those things. Did you? Yeah, yeah, it was kind of crazy. Cool. Um, I I love her. And what is it? Is it Sergio? Sergio. Is that the bodyguard? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. elevator where she's like, I know six forms to kill you with my bare hands. Yes. And he's like. The elevator is broken, and then when she, she gets to the top, you can go in the elevator now. I love that bit too. Yeah, or the bit where do you remember the bit where the mom is at the counter arguing with the like hotel clerk? I don't remember that. And they're like trying to communicate to each other, Lizzie McGuire, and he's like speaks only Italian, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, see, it is raining," and pulls out his umbrella, and they do this whole like 
like Hartle and Hartle and Larry. I keep doing that. Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> Bet with that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I love that movie. Uh, you know, listen, you have not been a true 90s TV star until you have starred in a movie as your own twin. Nope. Everybody's done that. Oh. Do you remember when Lindsay Lohan did it? In Freaky Friday? No. Oh, oh well. She didn't. She wasn't her own twin in Freaky Friday. It was uh, the parent swap one. They were actually twins. Parent trap. Yeah, but she, Lindsay Lohan. Oh yeah, yeah. One. Okay, I'm just Lohan like does not have a twin. I totally. Yeah, I totally just mixed. I mixed up Freaky Friday and Parent Trap. Yeah, she did Parent Trap. <laughs> she did both those movies. She did do both those movies. Parent. A whopping two movies. <laughs> Mm. Um, that was a long time ago. You know what that was? 1998. I would have been four years old when that movie came out. Nope, I don't. Yep, I'd have been four. Me too. <laughs> Do you know who my favorite character in that was? Who? Natasha Richardson. Rest in peace. Yes. Did she pass away? Oh my God, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> she passed away so long ago in a, really? in a ski accident. Isn't that the plot of like another movie? Mm, I don't probably. Oh, Jumanji in Jumanji, the parents die of a skiing accident. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. She yeah, yeah she died. Played, she uh, died back in two thousand nine. Meredith. Meredith. Meredith Blake. The, oh like, yeah yeah yeah. Elaine Hendricks is her name. Okay, I always get her. Do you know where she? <gasps> I always get her confused with Missy Pyle. Fun fact. Who? She was born in Tennessee. God love her. Yeah. That's, what else has she done? Not a lot. Well, I mean a lot, but nothing. Oh, she was in Transparent. Oh, that's great. I didn't know that. Cool show. Yeah. Um, what was what was some of the, what was the other what was the one the Olsen twins did where they took on New York City? Um, I don't remember that, but they did a very similar movie to like Parent Trap called It Takes Two. They did all sorts. Do you remember when they did all, used to do all those series of movies? Yeah. Where they went. And they sang, brother for sale. Yeah. Only 50 cents. My sister sang that to me a lot. She would put me out and take, tie me up to a chair. And, She's a gem. Yeah. <laughs> this is, um, we, we have, we've fallen into a nostalgia hole. We really have. What was that? Oh, New York Minute is what it was called. I didn't see it. 2004, New York Minute, there, one of them is, like, an anal retentive, um, like, meeting planner who has a big speech at, like, a UN conference, and the other one's, like, a rock and roll drummer with a snake. Eugene Levy's in it. Oh, okay, he's like, yeah. I... He's, like, the, um, what's the probation officer? No, no, what's the word? The, the, you don't come to school, I come to your house. Bob Saget's in it? <laughs> anyway. What was the one they did with the with the um, the hotel? They were in like it was like Aussie, and they the toilets flushed the other way. And I don't remember. What was that? One? I don't remember that <gasps> one. Ah, <gasps> I'm gonna Google it. Mary, Kate, and Ashley, Australia movie. Our lips are sealed. They were in the witness protection program. I can't keep those. The ones where they go to like different countries for every movie. I can't keep them straight. Ah. <sighs> 2000. Wow. 98 through 2004 were our golden years. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. They did all of those. They did like a Paris one. They did the Rome one. They did London. They did, they did London. Huh. Why were they famous? Just because they were twins and in Full House? Yeah. 
Woof. Well, where what were we talking about? <laughs> so oh, Hillary Duff's we started promo. this with Hillary. Yeah, Hillary's awkward promo. Yeah. Have, what what are some of the most awkward video recordings of you? Because I can like, think of one. Well, you didn't edit me farting last week. I didn't. I left you farting in the episode. I did do that. Every. I'm a I mean, friend. nothing matters anymore. Everybody farts. Who gives a shit? Everybody. Every. Well, but, I'll tell you who's not going to give a shit. Bella in that castle. Because she doesn't. You it. can't poop. Ooh. What if there's like a vibrator in the castle? Do you think that was like a person? Oh my god! Oh, it's... you're never you never gonna watch Beauty and the Beast the same no. way. No. <laughs> oh. That's why you could never go into the East Wing or whatever it was. You totally went there. That's where his his Fifty Shades of Grey dungeon is. <laughs> Brother for sale, only fifty cents. <laughs> um. I was going to say, my favorite, most awkward recording of you is that time we watched um, all those mo- little videos, the two girls won cups and the one guys won jars, all those videos back to back, and we recorded a video of us watching them. Oh, yeah. That was probably my favorite video of you of all time, because you were drunk and didn't care, and it was hysterical. And that video will never see the light of day. Nope. <laughs> but it was so funny. Um, there are some really awkward videos of me floating around, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, I put them out actively. The one you posted yesterday? I'm just kidding. The one I posted yesterday? My last one was, I haven't posted one since the election. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, I feel like I have to do say something about it, but, like, I just don't know what to say. Like, I feel like I just want to, like, I feel like all I want to do is sing a song from Cabaret, and that can just be the whole commentary. My, my thoughts on the election, I'll just sing a song from Cabaret and move on. Fun. Yeah. Um, what is Hillary Duff doing now? She she's on Younger. Yeah, she's on Younger. Fame, really? She has a TV show on TV Land. Younger. What are some of those other, what are some of those other ones you watched? I watched Lizzie McGuire. Even Stevens. Did you ever watch Even Stevens? Yeah, I did like Even Stevens. I wonder what's happening to, to uh, Beans now. Is that his name, Beans? Um. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on an episode of Where Are They Now? Oh. Beans. And what was her name? Um the sister she did She's gotta be like a model or something now i know she did beauty and the beast on broadway but i haven't heard anything since then oh well that's fairly typical i guess she she fell in love with the uh the talking human vibrator and they ran off and eloped um i i i i, I miss some of those shows wow we, we really have fallen down a whole kind of alleyway huh an alleyway into the past. At least we're on Zumboomafu still. Do you remember Zumboomafu? May he rest in peace. We have talked about this so many times. <sighs> I know. No, I don't remember. Z- Zumboomafu died. Do you remember that night I texted you and I was like, oh my god, emergency. He's, he's, Zumboomafu died. And I was like, and you were like, uh-uh. oh really? And I was like, yeah, like four years ago. <laughs> like, I just found out. Shocking. It was shocking, I say. Yeah. Oh man. I used to love those. You know, I, I wish I had like Bob's Burgers as a kid. I probably wouldn't have been allowed to watch it. Really? You think? You think so? I was not allowed to watch like The Simpsons or South Park. I had to like go. I couldn't do either. I could do, but like a, once I was a, was like in my double digits, I could watch like some Family Guy. Mm, nope. No, I I mean I think Bob's Burgers is great because it's like it, it's like a. A positive comedy like people there's it's not like someone's constantly in the butt of a joke 
I mean, Tina. <laughs> she is, but like, she's also like, I mean, how many other animated movie or animated TV shows like actively have a 13 year old exploring her sexuality and talking about the things that she's going through. And like, she is the butt of a lot of jokes, but like, she's always very positive. She's always, you know, like, like, I don't know. I feel like as a whole compared to something like family guy, where it's just, it's constant sketch comedy derogatory towards someone in the world. Mm-hmm. There isn't a non-negative joke. I think it's a good, a good version. Anyway, there's my pre, there's my sermon about Bob's burgers. So if people want to follow you on your nostalgia, where yes. can they do that? Find me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at Hey Swanee. What about you? Um, I am on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at the Brandon Scott. You can also find me on YouTube.com forward slash Brandon Scott Stewart or my website, thebrandonscott.com. Don't forget to follow the show on Twitter at Pino and Pop. More information about our show and our sponsors can be found at pinoandpop.com. Now, go sign up for us, uh, become our patron, find some cool behind the scenes stuff. Don't forget. Uh, our Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford gossip sesh is going to be posted exclusively on Patreon. So go check that out. And, uh, you know, have a good week. Open a bottle. 